talking to you. There's pastors across this region. Even as we're preparing this coming Monday for a, a gathering across the state of Colorado of pastors and leaders to come together as one. And there's just a real focus and an urgency and a sense of just eyes on Jesus. The Lamb who's at the center of the throne. Lord, I thank you that you're resetting your church back to you. It's like an, it's a neck alignment <laughs> to align with the head. Where the neck has been a little out of alignment, Lord, I thank you that there's alignment coming. If you've ever had your neck out of alignment, it's, it's like painful to the whole body. Goes down the spine, begins to hurt the back. It affects everything, and, and, and it's hard to focus. But when that neck gets aligned, when everything comes into an alignment, it's like, ah, you feel the release. You feel the peace. You feel it's like the yoke is broken. <laughs> There's a breaking of the yoke. Lord, I thank you that just as we were praying earlier, or just singing, Lord, it was a declaration of yokes coming off of the people. And the yoke goes around the neck. <laughs> and it's that yoke of oppression that is being removed. But it's not just the yoke that's being removed. It's a, it's, it's a replacement of a yoke. That there's a new yoke. And that yoke changes everything. Because there's still things that we're to accomplish and to do, but it's no longer with a yoke of oppression, of heaviness, of weariness. But now it's of the strength of Jesus because it's his strength, it's his divine power that actually sets us apart from the things of this world, that strengthens us for everything that we're called to accomplish. And when our eyes are on him and we're yoked with him and we're learning from him, then we're moving with him. We're moving in step with him. Not out of step, but in sync, in alignment with the king with all eyes on him. So Jesus, I thank you for the alignment that you're, that you're bringing to your church. I thank you for the oneness of your church, where the church has been so separated. I see churches in big church, like all the different denominations and just church groups that are doing their own thing. You're calling them together as one. It's one body in Christ. Thank you for that yoke that's being broken off of the church. Even in the times of fasting, it says, this is the fast that I've chosen, to loose the chains of injustice, to untie the cords of the yoke. Lord, I thank you that these, these yokes, they're not just being broken, they're being untied, they're being taken off. Jesus, you're doing a work right now in the church. Lord, we thank you that you're setting oppressed free. You're breaking off every yoke, every single yoke. Lord, we come to you. Lord, release the church from these yokes that have weighed the church down. 
corporately and individually. Lord, that there would be a hope that is restored. We were just believe it, just praying into this earlier, that, that there is a hope to be restored to the body of Christ, where there's been a hopelessness or a hope deferred and it's made the heart sick. Lord, we thank you for the healing, the restoration that comes as these yokes are being broken off and there's a, instead of the mourning, there's oil. It's this joy that begins to come upon the people. Lord, we thank you for that joy, that oil, that refreshing. And the refreshing even, it comes from that place of repentance. As we turn to Jesus, as we turn from our own ways, repentance is a turn to Jesus. <laughs> it's not just turning from our ways, but it's an alignment back to Jesus. <laughs> I think sometimes we just think, well, I'll just turn from the way. But no, you have to turn to Jesus. And it's in Christ, it's in that place, in that, under that yoke, that it says that there's actually times of refreshing. The Holy Spirit comes and begins to pour into you with his love. There's a joy. There's peace that comes. We're no longer anxious about the things around us. We're no longer worried about the storms that we're seeing. Why? Because our eyes aren't on the storms, they're on Jesus. Before we, before we started, right at the beginning, I just wrote down a few verses I'm going to just pray into here. Um, it says this in, in Romans 1. It says, For since, his, since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and His divine nature have been clearly seen. That's from the beginning of time. But now, this divine nature, this power, is actually revealed through his people. As the yokes are being broken off, they're being replaced with this divine power, this the nature and character of God being revealed and released in and through us. And this is where it says, So now, though we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with, they're not weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have, and here it is, divine power. I just, the Lord kept highlighting the divine power. And it's the divine power to break the yoke. It's the divine power to demolish the strongholds, the weights, the hindrances, the things that, that weigh down his people. It says, so we... Because of this divine power, we demolish arguments and every pretension that would raise itself up against and above the knowledge of God. And then how do we do it? It says we make, uh, it says we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. It's all back to Jesus. And then it says, and you are going to be ready to punish every act of disobedience when? When we actually come into the place of obedience. When we step into the alignment, when the neck gets aligned with the head, we actually step into the place of authority to take everything and make it captive under Christ with the divine power that he's given us. And then I just went over to, to uh, Second Peter, and it says this, his divine power, there it is again, 
has given us everything that we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and his goodness. Lord, I thank you for your divine power. I thank you that you've revealed it from the beginning of time, but now in such a greater measure as we align with you, as there's a a full alignment with Jesus, Lord, you place your spirit in us, and the very divine power that you have is the divine power that we now walk in. We no longer walk in our own strength and our own might and our own abilities and, and in the things of this world. We actually are lifted above the natural into the supernatural, into the divine power of the Most High who actually created all things, is in all things, is through all things, <laughs> and holds all things together. So Jesus, we thank you that our eyes are on you. We thank you for the awakening of your church. We thank you for a new strength that is coming on your people in the alignment as we turn from our ways, turn towards you, Lord, that these times of refreshing are the very thing that strengthens us with the divine power from on high, that we are now clothed with that divine power to accomplish everything that we're called to accomplish, not because we can do it, but because you can do it. Jesus, use us. May we be used of you. May we be emptied of ourselves so that we can be filled with you. It's like as the pride leaves and, and we stay in this place of humility, he begins to fill us, to overflowing. I was on this call, and I think it was with the pastors, and all of a sudden the Lord just started to speak to me, and he just said, I need you to go low. And I'm just writing this down, and I'm like, go low. And he goes, lower. All right, I wrote lower. <laughs> he goes, no, lower. I was like, okay, lower. <laughs> He's like, no, I need you to go even lower. I don't know how many times I wrote lower, but I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know what to do or how to do this, but Lord, take me lower. Take me, take me down into that place where it is no longer me. It is all you. And then from that place, it says he, in that place of humility where pride is now ripped out, it's gone, it has no place in our life because we're so low. Pride can't go low. <laughs> so when we go low, it's like the pride comes off. You go low enough, the pride can't get down there. And then it says, and then he lifts you up in due time. He sets you up and positions you in the heavenly realms, in the heavenly places to do everything he's called us, that we've been called to do. So, Lord, I thank you that there is a going low, and then you set a mantle on us. That mantle is your divine nature, your power, who you are, that you would then flow through us, that we would be those vessels <laughs> that have, we're just, we're, we're dented vessels, broken vessels, but guess what? We have the all-surpassing power of God that begins to flow through us when we empty ourselves of us. So, Lord, we say, fill your church, align us, refresh us. May these yokes be broken off, that we would walk with you, that we would walk in the power of the Most High. Lord, teach us your ways. Jesus, we thank you. We glorify you tonight. May you be fully glorified in our lives.
Jesus' name. We're going to pray. So, uh, just catch my eye, get my attention if you want to pray. that you are the, the God upon that brings the good news to the poor that is set that is sent to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all those who mourn to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. God, we thank you that the same anointing is upon you, that you proclaimed in Luke chapter 4, and we thank you that we are in you, and the same anointing is upon us. But God, we ask you, just what Mike was, was praying, that you would break the heavy yoke off of your church, that you would break every yoke off of your church, and your church would be yoked to Christ, would be bound to Christ, would be tethered the Christ would be in Christ. And God, I ask you, where there are ashes, where there's the, the memory of the destroyer, the memory of bad times where things have been consumed, Lord, we ask that you would grant a beautiful headdress. Lord, where there has been mourning, God, we ask you to pour out oil of gladness in this season. Where there's been a faint spirit, God, we ask that you would give the garment of praise. We thank you that you are the God who never grows faint, who never grows weary. Isaiah 40, you never grow faint, you never grow weary, and you give power to those who have a faint spirit, and you give strength to those who grow weary. Even the youth grow faint, grow weary. For those who wait upon you, they mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not grow faint. God, we ask you for this divine strength to be given to your bride, this divine empowering that a faint spirit wouldn't allow them to take their hand off the plow, but strength from God to keep their hand on the plow, doing the work, the good work that you have called them to do. 
God, I even ask you for, for Monday as these pastors gather. God, I ask you for your zeal for the good works that you have called them to do. And we ask you for a spirit of unity and a spirit of glory. We ask you for your spirit of praise to remove that mourning, to remove that faint spirit. God, just grant that garment of praise. We ask you for strength that roots would go deep that commitments would be made to you, that commitments would even be made to one another, to walk with one another, in integrity to walk with one another, in good works to walk with one another in humility. God, I pray that you would reveal where pride has risen up that won't allow them to join with one another and that pride would be broken down. Just as Mike was hearing from you, go low. Go low. Go low. Lord, we ask you for just a, a revival in these pastors' hearts. A revival in these ministry leaders' hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is our inheritance, a broken yoke, a light load. When we go low, this is our inheritance, a broken yoke.
feel like there's a, a lot of people that need to pray tonight, and I know we couldn't go like long prayers, but I just feel like there's some, call them like popcorn prayers we just kind of go through, and they don't have to be long, so I just feel like you might just throw a verse in, just something that you just want to speak into, declare, you just want to pray, uh, but let's just start to kind of just, felt like this just kind of like we're going to pop the place, just like, like popcorn, you know, it's like one pop and then another one, and then all of a sudden, it's like pop, 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 pop. So just, we're going to pop. You ready to pop? Okay, here we go. All right, let's pop. First <laughs> uh, Corinthians 19. Though I am free, I belong to no one. I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many souls as possible. Closer? There you go. Sorry. All right. Uh, where did it go? To the Jews, I become like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, I become like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. To those to have, who are not under the law, I became like one not having the law, though I am not free from God's law, but I am under Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. To those that are weak, I become weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. So, Lord, I just see this community, everybody in here, really pushing past our, our borders that you have given us. Um, this scripture to me uh, speaks of operating outside of our comfort zone and reaching those that we typically wouldn't reach. Even though we don't believe in the same things, at the bottom of it, it's Christ. And it's us preaching that word. So I just pray that we all stretch ourselves beyond our own comfort levels. Boldness. My popcorn prayer is, thy will be done. 
Father, I ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation upon these 400 gathering. I ask that you give them the blueprints for Colorado. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Pour the bowls, pour the bowls of prayers that have been prayed for so many years, Abba. We give you honor and praise and glory in Jesus' name. Lord, we just pray right now that you tear down our walls. Whatever it is that we are putting up or Jesus trying to either protect ourselves, trying to keep out, please let us not keep you out of us. Let us not allow our own inhibitions or Jesus to keep you from coming in, from breaking down everything and anything that is, is keeping us into ourselves, Lord. Just break our walls down, Lord. I pray for the bride, Lord Jesus, for your church here in Colorado, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Father God, that you break down everything, Lord Jesus, that we have as pastors built up, Lord Jesus, trying to, to think, make people think that things are supposed to be one way and certain way. Lord Jesus, tear it all down. Let it be your bride. Let it be your church. Lord Jesus, let every one of us, Lord Jesus, allow you to come in and just do your will in your bride. Do your will in your church in the entire state of Colorado, Lord. Lord, you place boundaries for a reason, but they're your boundaries. Don't let us build boundaries to keep things away. Things like you want us to have, Lord. Lord, let it be you. Only you. You know what your bride needs. You know what your people need. Lord, every single one of these states right now are just going through turmoil. And it's because every single one of the governors and every single one of the people in the states have created something to keep you out. Lord, let that pride come down. Everything and anything that we have built up in the state of California to be visual. Lord Jesus, tear it down. Let your spirit reign in every single one of the states right now, Lord. We just honor you and we praise you. Let your presence be felt. Let your name be lifted high. Let you be you everywhere in this nation, Lord. We honor you and we praise you, King Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are King of kings, Lord of lords, the great I am. And you are still on the throne, Lord. We thank you, Lord. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, Lord. Every tongue that rises up against us, we will condemn. We thank you that we do have a blood covenant. We thank you that we are loved by the Most High God, the one and only God. And we thank you that we can look to you, the author and finisher of our faith, Lord. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit dwelling inside us and flowing through us to others. We thank you for salvation from the south, west, north, and east. In the mighty name of Jesus, have your way. Luke 12, 31, seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Father, we celebrate your generosity. We are thankful that you are in a good mood that you love us richly, that you have a great happiness to give to us your kingdom. And so, Father, we receive your kingdom into Colorado. We receive your kingdom 
into Castle Rock and into the front range and into our hearts and into our homes and into our families. Lord, we receive your kingdom and we thank you that you have a happiness as you give it. In Jesus' name. I love the little flock. We're a little flock. <laughs> we serve a great, big, master king, shepherd. I lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. God, we thank you that you give us endurance to run the race that is set before us. You give us the endurance, Lord God, by your spirit, oh God. It is not by power, it's not by might, but it's by your precious Holy Spirit. You are the faithful God. You are the faithful God. You cannot fail, and we cannot fail, God. We stir ourselves up in our most holy faith. We do it. We do it. We do it for each other. We encourage one another on. We thank you, Father God. I pray for little Scarlett's little daughter, Brielle. She's six, and she has appendicitis in the hospital tonight. So, God, we, we send forth your word to little Brielle, God. We thank you that you love the little children, God, and that by your stripes we come in agreement right now at the at your word that by Jesus stripes she is healed we send forth the word of God and we praise you we give you the glory the honor and the praise for touching and healing this precious little girl we give you all the glory in Jesus name Father I just thank you for your presence in this room right now Lord you're such a holy Lord Lord you're omnipotent all powerful and Lord you're all knowing you know every single heart in this room Lord you know every single concern of our heart, Lord God, every hair on our head. And Father, I just pray right now, I thank you for the ministry of your spirit right now, that we're two or more gathered together in your name, that you're right here in our midst. Lord, we just honor your presence right now. Lord, we honor your presence. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your love and your power, Lord God, and your strength and Lord, your forgiveness and your blood and just how amazing you are, Lord God. Lord, I just declare right now a lifting of the heaviness right now. I declare the yokes begin to break off in this room right now. Lord, I declare freedom right now. I declare the joy of the Lord be our strength, Lord God. I declare that you fill each and every one of us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet with your power, with your essence, with your being, Lord God. Lord, that we, you would just emanate through us, Lord God, that you fill us with your Holy Spirit from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet, overflowing, Lord God, overflowing, Lord, into our environment, into our, the, our lives, the lives of those around us, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that you would utilize, Lord, that you work through us, Lord God, to impact the people in our lives, Lord God, our sphere of influence. Lord, I declare, Lord, a spirit of evangelism upon us, Lord God. Lord, that we would share you with everyone that we come into contact with. Lord, that a spirit of boldness come upon us, Lord God, to share who you are. And Lord, that we would show your love to those around us. And Lord, that as we do so, Lord, that I pray that their yokes would break off. I declare their heaviness lift off. I declare that your freedom flow into their lives through us, Lord God. Fill us with your presence, Lord God. I declare you make all grace abound to us that we always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work for your glory, for your honor in Jesus' name. ago exactly to this day in the eighth month I was a drug addict uh, suicidal riddled by al alcohol 
um, ate up with anxiety and I had an encounter with you, Holy Spirit, on this day eight years ago. And you set me free, Lord Jesus. And so I just thank you that you broke the yoke then and that you're breaking the yoke now. I thank you, God, that eight means new beginnings and we declare new beginnings over the people that are suffering and an addiction or anxiety or depression or any of it, Lord, any heavy yoke, that it be broken now in the name of Jesus in the month of new beginnings. We thank you for it, Lord. God, we thank you that the testimonies will come forth, Lord. The people that you just gave up on, my parents had insurance policies on my life waiting for me to die. But you, God, came in. You came in, Lord, and you saved me. Lord, I declare this over every family member, every loved one, every member of the body of Christ that is suffering in any way, Lord Jesus. Just come in and let there be a new beginning. Let there be a new beginning, Jesus. And I just have this scripture. Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it, Lord. Amen. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Just praying from Isaiah 43, 18, 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland, Lord. God, just praying along with that, Lord. We just say, God, we just forget the old. We just press into the new, Lord. And I just pray for just a spirit of wonder at the 400 gathering. Um, Lord, we just pray for just just do new things. Do things we couldn't imagine that you're going to do at the 400 gathering. Just breaking, God. We pray for John 17, unity, Lord. That uh, we would be one as you're one, that the world would know, God. Pray that you command the blessing just on, our, on, the, um, on the 400 gathering, Lord. Command your blessing, God. Just, just come with your fire, God. Come with so much more than anyone could imagine or ask or think, God. We just, we just declare no weapon formed against the 400 gathering will prosper. Every person that's supposed to be there will be there in Jesus' name. We just thank you for just a spirit of wonder, Lord. Just a spirit of wonder, God. What are you going to do? What are you going to do among your people in the assembly, Lord? Just release it, Lord, for the sake of Colorado. In Jesus' name. Oh, 
just feel like we're supposed to just lift up the 400. Let's just lay hands on, on Pastor Mike real quick. Father, we, we thank you for what you're about to release over this 400 gathering. Marcus, would you, do you mind just coming, bro? And I just feel like you're caring for worship leaders. Father, we thank you for what's coming over the 400. Father, we thank you for mighty whirlwinds that are going to blow on Monday. Father, we thank you that your anointing is going to so powerfully come. I believe it's Psalms. I was trying to find it real quick. 97, I might be wrong on this. Where the hills are going to melt like wax before the presence of God. Father, we declare the mountains that have stood in opposition against Colorado, against its leadership, against pastors and prophetic leaders that are going to be there. We declare these mountains are nothing but wax and their destiny is to melt before your presence. Father, we declare the smoke, God, that has been over the leadership and been over our state, causing even levels of frustration. Father, we thank you that the frustration is causing a groan, for this thing is about to be birthed. We declare a mighty blowing of the Spirit on Monday in the name of Jesus, that every cloud, every opposition, all weariness, all discouragement and depression would be blown away as smoke is driven away. And Father, every mountain that would, put, put, that would pose itself as mighty, its destiny is to melt in the name of Jesus. We declare the way of the Lord to be established in Colorado. We declare the highway of our God to be established. We declare that every crooked place is being straightened out in the name of Jesus. Every high place will be brought low in Jesus' name. Father, we prophesy into money. I feel Daniel 10. Daniel 8 in Habakkuk 2. In Daniel 10, he was in such desperate need of revelation. He had positioned himself before the Lord, and he would not relent until God spoke. And a voice came from heaven, and God's desire was to press revelation into Daniel. And he stood and he waited until God pressed it into his heart. Father, we declare there's going to be a mighty pressing of revelation into your leadership and into Colorado on Monday. Father, we declare that the vision will not tarry. It will break forth in the name of Jesus. And we declare even there was a territorial spirit that was so determined to keep Daniel from getting revelation. We declare that spirit is being brought down in the name of Jesus. The hindrance to revelation is being broken. God, we will hear on Monday. Our God, we're going to stand as Nehemiah. We will position ourselves on this wall and we will see what the Lord would say to us. And then the vision was released. We declare again in Daniel 8, would you begin to press it into his heart again. The pursuit of God to press revelation into us. This is your idea. It is not our idea. It is your pursuit over this entire state. It is your zeal that will get this accomplished. It is your mercy that will save all of Colorado. It's your idea. It's your zeal. It is your fire. And Father, we declare, let your heart be released on Monday. God, strengthen Pastor Mike. I ask you to strengthen his shoulders. I ask you to broaden this man of God and broaden Marcus. Broaden the prophetic spirit. Broaden every pastor. Broaden every intercessor. We declare a mighty groan on the inside, God, that this thing is going to give birth. It will come forth in the name of Jesus. You will cause delivery. You're going to cause delivery. So we declare a mighty joy upon Mike, that your joy is becoming his strength right now. There will be no heavy mantle, no heavy yoke upon him. 
Lord, the thing that's upon you is upon him. It is a light yoke. And we bless the new sound. Father, we do. We feel that the old wineskin is falling away and a new thing is about to be birthed. So we say yes to the new wineskin. We say yes to new marching orders. We say yes to new assignments. We say yes to all of Colorado being saved. In the name of Jesus. Now we bless our, our pastor. We bless this apostle. We bless his heart. We bless his eyes. We declare that you're taking this man of God to a whole nother level. And he is about to see it a 30,000 foot view. God, it has been a season of molting. It's been a season of a loss of feathers. It's been a season where there's new feathers coming upon him. And new eyes and a new ability to fly higher and to catch current. And we declare over the man of God that there's a new current coming under his wings. It's not in the effort of the moving of the wings. It's just putting them out as the wind of the Spirit catches him and this meeting up in the name of Jesus. We declare new current under the rock. We declare new current under the 400. We declare new current. I declare over the staff of the rock a new current of wind, a new refreshing over the people. I declare a new current over the rock and over this house. I declare it over this region, a catching up, a new current in the name of Jesus. Lord, strengthen him. Bless him in the name of Jesus. Amen. He's coming like the break of day. Holy Spirit, Holy Son, Holy Father. He's coming. He's coming like a break of day. He's coming like a break of day. Holy Spirit, Holy Son, Holy Father. Oh, that you would have your way. I need to speak this. Uh, I was just feeling it as we were praying during this time about the yokes. And I believe that the Lord wants to break a yoke over Colorado. Uh, and I, <laughs> I, I was hesitant to, to speak into this, but uh, 
I feel like it's a Nebuchadnezzar type of moment here, and even with some of the leadership that's been set in place with uh, the things that Governor Polis has set in place and, and some of the, just from the legislative standpoint, uh, that there have been some things, uh, there are things. I mean, we have uh, laws on abortion and, uh, and laws in the, about the schools, things that, that should never be set in place and that have actually come above uh, or tried to bring themselves above the knowledge of God. And I, I believe that the Lord actually wants to, it, not wants to, I believe the Lord is going to break this yoke um, and there's alignment of the church to come into this to, to speak on earth as it is in heaven and to begin to declare these things. But I, I felt like, I believe Governor Polis, it, this was his second, this is his second election and it was 2022, right? Am I, but, and, and I felt like, I felt like the Lord said something's going to happen in the seventh year, um, if there isn't a if there isn't a repentance, and I don't know, uh, but I just I just declare right now, Lord, that that you will have your way in this state. That the things that have been set up, the abortion laws that have been established in Colorado, within the seventh year will come down in the name of Jesus. And I <laughs> I want them to come down now. Uh, these laws that have been set in place that are that are not in accordance with your law. Uh, that do not fall under your ways, that do not fall under the biblical ways. We say that they will fall. And, uh, and this is what I saw in, in Daniel 4. I won't go through the whole thing, but you know where Nebuchadnezzar, he stands up and there's this moment of pride where he thinks that he's got it all. And, uh, and then he goes into a time uh, where he has absolutely nothing. And then he comes into a place of humility and the Lord restores him. And it was these last words that he says, and he says, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. And I, I felt this so strongly over just over our governor, over the leadership. Uh, and I don't pray against them. Lord, we pray for them. Lord, we just declare that the goodness of the Lord would be revealed in their life, uh, in their lives, that, that where they're making laws and, and determining things, even behind the scenes, the things that are being planned and, and set up and the schemes and the schemes of the enemy that they're coming into alignment with. Lord, we just say those things are going to be broken. And Lord, that the the yokes of oppression that, that are being set in place by those that have come into alignment with the enemy, Lord, I thank you that there is about to be a shift. And, and Lord, I believe that, that, Lord, that it's like Nebuchadnezzar where he, he comes to the Lord. It doesn't necessarily have to take a, that falling out completely, but he had every opportunity. And, and Lord, I thank you that you're giving opportunities right now to those that are in office, to those that are setting these laws and regulations over Colorado, you're giving them opportunities right now, Lord. You're revealing yourself to them, even in the night, even as they sleep, Lord, that there's dreams uh, of you and opportunities for repentance, opportunities to turn from their ways, opportunities for that pride to be removed and for them to humble themselves and declare you as king, to see you in all your glory, Lord. And I, I thank you, Lord that you will be glorified one way or the other. Lord, you will be glorified in Colorado. And I feel like there is a time coming 
where it is like, that's it, time's up. And so, Lord, I thank you for that, that time that is coming. But, Lord, we say before that time, Lord, let there be a spirit and a place of repentance. Lord, for those who have turned from you, Lord, that they would turn to you, specifically for our governor, Lord. I pray that, that he would encounter the living God. Lord, as he has known you in a past season, as he, he prayed to you, he, was, uh, he knew you as, as God. He knew you, Jesus, as Savior, as Lord. Lord, I pray that there would be a returning of a prodigal back to you. Lord, I thank you for your love over that man. I thank you for your love over every single person that's in office. And Lord, we say, do a work in them. Lord, minister to their hearts. And let the veils be removed. Lord, I pray for the veil over Colorado to be broken in Jesus' name. We declare that that veil over Colorado will be broken. That the laws, the rules, the regulations of Colorado will come into alignment. And that every yoke that is outside of alignment of the will of God will be broken in Jesus' name. That as Colorado is a forerunner state, as is, it is a... The first state to come into full alignment, Lord, I thank you that it's going to set a new tone for the United States of America. Lord, that they, as the United States, will be united under one God. So, Lord, we thank you for what you are starting and what you're going to establish. Lord, we say do it now. And, Lord, I just pray for that alignment of your church. As we come into an alignment, there's an alignment of heaven to earth over Colorado. And things are going to shift in Jesus' name. Two Fridays ago, I have received an email, and uh, I mentor startups from around the globe, and there's a pr certain accelerator, like an incubator, and they, um, they go through thousands of startups, and they only select five, and then uh, I help mentor some of them, and there were five that were selected, and as I read through it, I, I got absolutely undone and unraveled. I read through all five companies, and the last one, and this was just speaking over the 400 gathering. I wasn't going to share this, but the whole yoke, and man, they're, they're, it's amazing how God speaks. The last name in the last startup was named 401Go. I immediately fell to my knees and heard the Lord say, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I am the first and the last. I am the first and I am the 401st. I am calling the leaders of my bride in Colorado to arise. Step forth in unity. Yoke with me and see what I do. Just as the clock strikes the top of the hour, my chronos is about to collide with your kairos. The tipping point of my bowls will come at 401. For the prayers of the righteous bride availeth much and I am about to pour out my spirit on all flesh. I desire for my storehouses to be released over Colorado. I feel like the 400 is at a crucial point where as some movements ramp up and continue to ascend, others taper off and descend and die. It's, it is as if the 400 is a door attached to hinges and the door could slam shut or fly open at any moment. As I meditated and, and, uh, as I meditated on what I was sensing, I heard the Lord say this. Do not put your flesh on my spirit. In other words, do not be tempted to man-manufacture or birth something in the flesh 
for the flesh counts for nothing and my spirit is life. You are not about to birth an Ishmael in this hour. No preemies will be birthed in this hour. And it goes on, and I had this vision. I had a vision of the body of Christ, the leaders and the pastors of Colorado. They were in a three-legged race. It was on the, on the left was this, everyone knows what a three-legged race looks like, right? It never is pretty, and this was not pretty, this vision. There was a huge, huge person, and then there was a little, little person. And they were in a three-legged race, and I said, what is that, Lord? He said, it's my leadership of the church in Colorado. And it was, it was all wonky. You know what it looks like, a three-legged race? But it's like yoking. When you get, like, a, a, the oxen get off or they get cattywampus or they get, they're not aligned or yoked properly, um, it's not a good thing. They're struggling and fighting against one another, not working efficiently, working five times as hard as if they were, if they were evenly yoked, walking in lockstep. And it took me to Galatians 5, where it says this, when you are led by me, and I'm speaking not just to a person, but the body of Christ over Colorado, the body as it is, when you are led by me, you come into a lockstep or into an evenly yoked situation like me. That's my own emphasis. The actual scripture says, when you are led by me, you actually come into a cadence with me is what one version says. But here's the thing. We're not getting ahead. When we're unevenly yoked, we're ahead of the Lord, right? And, and that's pretty arrogant because we're saying, catch up with me, God. Come, come, come and see what I'm doing up here. Come along, come along, come along. But we're not also lagging behind in disobedience where God's turning around and saying, come on, catch up, catch up. Slow obedience is disobedience. Come on, come on. But yet, God, when we're evenly yoked, we come into a cadence. I have this vision. Uh, whenever I speak that Galatians 5.25 and I see it, I think about like an army or a marching band that are all in one cadence. All of the feet uh, hitting the ground at one time and then the other and the other. They're in a rhythm. They're in a, they're in a zone. They're in a place where they're walking in lockstep or right with one another in unison or in unity. So, Lord, I pray over, God, the 400 on Monday. Lord, I don't know what's about to take place, but I know we're at a crucial moment. God, it's going to fly or die. God, I know it's your desire to see it fly. Lord, I'm even seeing like three, like the strands, Lord, like in Ecclesiastes it says one strand is easily broken, two not so much, but three, unbreakable. Lord, I thank you for the three or more. God, I thank you for the 401st or more, Lord. I thank you for the move that's coming in this hour, Lord, where you are calling the bride of Colorado, Lord, to come together in unity, Lord, to break the strongholds, God to break, God, the yoke, Lord, of oppression, to break, God, that, 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 that poverty mindset, God, that's settling upon leaders in the church right now. Lord, I break it right now in the name of Jesus, and I call forth, Lord. You'll never remove without replacing. I call forth right now, God, a boldness in the body of Christ. And as, even as, Mike, you spoke that earlier, go low. Low. No, you're not low enough. Go lower. No, you're not low enough. Go lower. Lord, it's all, it all stems and is birthed from this place of humility, Lord. 
Because we, until we have humility, Lord, we'll never have unity, Lord. And if we don't have unity, Lord, we'll never see breakthrough, Lord. I thank you, God, in this hour. We come together in unity and humility, Lord. I thank you for Monday, Lord. I've just been interceding and praying. I, we're, we're at such a crucial, crucial moment, not just in Colorado, but as a bride, as, as the bride filling the earth right now. It's like the wheels could come off at any moment, Lord. No more running separate. No more running independent. Coming together. Loving one another. God, we don't have to agree with one another to love and honor one another. I thank you that love and honor would rule and reign in this hour, Lord, in this very moment. Thank you for the bond of unity. Amen. Wow. Lord, we just bless the prophetic spirit. I just feel like there was a wind at the end. So I think it was released when she released her testimony about there's this breaking spirit. It's the anniversary of her deliverance. And, and uh, Lord, we just thank you for that wind of your spirit and then what Jonathan released and what Dan released and what Tracy and Mike just released. Lord, we thank you for the wind of your spirit. We bless the prophetic spirit in this house. We bless a spirit of prophecy. As we go from this place, Lord, we just bless and we agree with a spirit of prophecy, with the spirit that proclaims the testimony of Jesus, his will in the earth, his ways in the earth. So, God, we ask you for more. Even tonight, Lord, as we go from this place, just give us more. Give us dreams. Give us visions. Give us scriptures that just swirl around in our head in the night. Lord, we ask you for your leadership. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.